You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the All About Real Estate Edition. I am your host, Todd Schneck, joined by my co-host and friend, Carol Morgan. Good morning, Carol. Boy, we'd like to kick off things by thanking New American Funding for sponsoring our 2020 shows. Our ninth year on the air, it's going to be a great year with New American Funding. Let's get to it. We're joined this morning by Jeremy Crawford. He is the president and CEO of FMLS. He was on the show earlier this year, I believe. Jeremy, welcome back. Thank you so much. It's great to be back. Good to see you. I appreciate you making time to join us. Happy New Year to you. So uh, before we get into uh, what's happening around FMLS, take a quick second and remind us about you and your background. Yeah, absolutely. I've been the president CEO at FMLS since February of this year, uh, replacing my predecessor who retired after 16 long, successful years. I'm an East Tennessee State University grad in computer science, so I have a technical background, but I have spent quite a bit of my career at other MLSs in San Diego and in San Jose. And then most recently, prior to FMLS, I was CEO of the Real Estate Standards Organization, which is a nationwide nonprofit data standards entity. And he has lots of statistics with him today. So this is going to be an exciting conversation. Absolutely. (laughs) Tell us about FMLS. Great. FMLS, we've been in business for 62 years now, was formed by a group of brokers that wanted to get together and exchange the listings they had and offer each other compensation and cooperation to help buyers and sellers connect each other through the brokers and the agents that they're choosing. So we're celebrating going on our 63rd year now here in 2020. Uh, Very excited about that. We're serving over 45,000 brokers and agents through the state of Georgia, but we've got members from Tennessee, Alabama, South Carolina, et cetera, as you can imagine, all the way up into New York City. There's a lot of people moving from west out back to east, kind of Mm -hmm. the reverse migration, if you will. And so the Atlanta housing market's been pretty steady as we see an influx of uh, Californians coming this way (laughs) to purchase less priced property, if you will. Right. Mm -hmm. That trend out of California is popular everywhere, I think. Uh, So, gosh, uh, no surprise to anyone here in studio, but housing is again the hot topic around town. How did we close 2019? Well, interestingly enough, we closed a little bit down on the number of listings and sales. So we're about 3% down for the number of actual units that were sold. But the dollar volume, because the shortage in inventory this year has caused a little creepage. So now we're looking that we're up to about a 2% compared to last year for the number of dollar volume that was mm-hmm. transacted in real estate. So it's been a healthy 2019 market for everyone involved. Uh, a little bit of constraints on new construction and resale inventory as well, because we see that the number of years you stay in your home has doubled in the past 15 years. Wow. So on average, they are now looking at staying in a home in about 12 years. Mm -hmm. There's some statistics that just came out this morning right before I came over here. And so that right there is lowering the number of resale value uh, homes that are available on the market. And as new construction has slowed tremendously, they're still staying a little bit on the sidelines, but the permitting process has also gotten a little tighter. So new construction has been difficult, not only in the Atlanta market, but other markets as well. So we've seen that statistically of just not enough homes available out there in the market, but it's kept 2019 healthy. And with the forecasts of 2020 being very similar is what we're seeing and what a lot of the economists out there are reporting. Hmm. 
Well, so how is overall housing inventory? What, how many, you know, months on market or days on market or homes staying? And well, much- as far as uh, looking at the inventory, they usually typically look at what is the inventory if there were no new homes listed today. Mm-hmm. So for the Atlanta market, if you're inside the perimeter, you're looking at two to three months worth of inventory. If you're at the greater Atlanta market, you're closer to four months of inventory. So if no new homes were listed today. In four months, we're completely out of inventory, if you will. And isn't the historical normal for Atlanta closer to six months? It is. So we're really From that perspective, it is. We've seen a little bit of an adjustment on what we hear in the industry of the number of multiple offers on homes. Mm -hmm. We also hear that new construction costs are a little high. So it's more affordable to buy a resale home than it is new construction in most markets in Atlanta. And so really what that constrains overall is actually the millennials who are now in their big home buying spur, buying their first time homes. And so we're seeing a little bit of uh, inventory crunch on the first time home buyers inventory. The good news is FHA did raise their limits. And so we're hoping that's going to help a little more of those millennial buyers out there get into some homes that were slightly unaffordable. And then with the interest rates holding down at that 38 to 4.5% based upon your own situation, we're seeing that that's helping the affordability for new homes as well. Yeah. Well, you touched on 2020, but to go a little deeper there, uh, what should we expect? We, from what we hear from our large brokers and the economists in the industry, see a similar year. We're looking at what we would expect and what you read in the news about the interest rates maintaining a status quo for most of 2020. Inventory is still going to be constrained because we don't see the new construction ramping up. You know, it looks pretty similar to what we see. One indicator that we take a look at is we have this phenomenal software called Showing Time that allows agents and brokers to schedule showings. And so we track that and the number of showings are actually up and the number of pendings through the end of the year are actually up. So pendings are homes that are under contract. And as we take a look at 2018 of November compared to 2019 of November, the number of pendings for residential attached and detached listings are up about 7%. So we have 7% more homes under contract right now for the end of 2019 going into 2020 than we saw last year. You know, we see that we would expect more closings from that. But there have been some appraisal issues in values for the loans that some of those new home buyers are getting into that they've fallen out of escrow. But for the most part, we see Q1 probably with a higher number of closings than we had in Q1 of 2019. Well, that is exciting. Absolutely. New American Funding is committed to delivering home loans on time while providing a five-star service. Their 14 business day close guarantee and fully underwritten pre-approval gives you an unbeatable one-two punch, impossible for sellers to ignore. For more information, call 678-898-3540 or visit newamericanfunding.com slash AtlantaREForum. Well, the last market watch, John Hunt suggested that you all were going to be looking at um, home showings and that that might become another leading indicator. I know you don't probably have enough data yet to know what November over November looked like, but at what point will we be able to compare a year to year on? We actually have been tracking the showing time, showing activity for the past three years. Oh, wow. Okay. So we've been working with John Hunt and he has all of our showing statistics Uh now. And so he's working to see if he can put together a combined report. 
it's a little difficult to dice up the data because you don't know how many times a potential home is shown and why it was shown once or twice or 50 times before it made an offer. Right. And it could be the same consumer came back seven times to see that home. <laughs> so some of that data needs to be interpreted. And I know right. John's working right. on trying to do some predictive analytics of looking at how many pendings we have under contract right now, the mm-hmm. showing activity out there that's healthy. So we are seeing showings that are increased right now compared to last year, even with the constrained inventory. Wow. That's impressive. It is very impressive. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about interest rates. Uh, you indicated that um, there didn't seem to be a lot of planned movement on those. They're still pretty historically low, though. Oh, absolutely. And obviously, from SMLS's per- perspective, we don't try to predict what the feds are going to do. But as we listen to experts like uh, Rajiv and John Hunt uh, and Frank Norton uh, that are more of our local economist. And then we look at our other economists like Lawrence Yoon, who is, uh, he's actually going to come out and speak in January at one of our events. He's the NAR mm-hmm. national mm-hmm. economist. Uh, we look at their reports and there was a recent report on Inman from five national economists talking about predicting steady interest rates through 2020. So what are you excited about for 2020? <laughs> well, from the FMLS perspective, uh-huh. we've got a lot of new products and services we're launching. Mm-hmm. You will see we did a press release in November for a brand new cutting edge platform for the brokers and agents to add and edit their listings, to do transaction management so they can do the entire transaction online using mm-hmm. products like eSignature that's built in. Oh, and, nice. And we are launching that in February. We have a brand new appraiser program. So we do at FMLS allow appraisers to be members so they can help their agents and the brokers and the lending entities get access to data so they can correctly and quickly do their appraisals. And we've got a press release coming out this week today that we're launching a new uh, lowering the rates for appraisal memberships and giving them new software that they typically have to pay for themselves to do their 1004MC type of forms that they give to Fannie and Freddie and others. And so we're launching a member benefit new software for the appraisers. And that press release should go out today. And that's going to be an FMLS statewide exclusive. So if you're an appraiser and you want access to that software, you'll have to come to us and we'll provide that's it exciting. to you as a member benefit. Yeah. So that's going to be really, really great. We're also opening up a commercial lease property type. So historically, we haven't had support for commercial properties within FMLS. We focused on residential, but we have a lot of agents that do dual business and would like to use FMLS to market some of the commercial leases that they have, especially when they get out in the rural areas. They do a lot of dual business out there with small commercial yeah. leases. So we're launching that in Q1 of next year. So that'll be another business opportunity for brokers and agents to be able to promote business, earn commissions, and augment their businesses as along the way. Well, goodness, Carol, I would be excited about 2020 with all those product launches. Wow, it's gonna, I didn't think they could get any better, but they seem to have done it. So Jeremy, before we let you go, uh, should anyone need to connect with you and learn more about FMLS, where do they go? Yeah, absolutely. Just fmls.com or you can go to our Facebook site. Also on YouTube, we have a really big YouTube channel with a lot of videos for agents and for brokers about FMLS, the product services and training videos. Uh, A lot of the training we actually pull from our CE accredited courses. So we offer 33 hours of CE credit to keep brokers and agents uh, renewed on their licenses. And so we feed those videos out into YouTube as well so they can get some of that material right there. Outstanding. Jeremy Crawford, the president and CEO of FMLS. Great to have you. Thanks again and happy new year to you. Yeah, thank you. 
All right. Well, that wraps this week's All About Real Estate edition. On behalf of my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schnick. All the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And we'll look forward to seeing you again right here tomorrow. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.